0: I'm Dr. Len Bear, the host of the podcast about an extra, extraordinary lawsuit, Targeted Justice v. Garland. You're watching week 31 episode, and that's how much time has passed since we filed it in the U.S. District Court for Southern District of Texas, Victoria Division. Without any justification, the case was moved to Houston Division, and after about six months, the judge dismissed the case. However, it was done with glaring emissions of procedural and incontrovertible material facts that we are confident that the U.S. Court of Appeal for the Fifth District, known, known for its faithful adherence to the Constitution, will have a field day with this disgraceful, disgraceful dismissal of our well-pleaded case. Let's read some some fan mail from YouTube at Michigan targeted individual rights. I love all the NAMTIs that have been guests on the show. That is another poker in the fire of hope for all people in this country. It brings more awareness to the general public that is badly needed. So people understand what is going on and that it can and does happen to people from all walks of life. Thank you all at Targeted Justice for stepping out and stepping up to make our voices and suffering heard by everyone. You got it exactly right, Michigan. We want our issue to become a robust public conversation discussed at every kitchen table in America. As our non-TI guest said on the last show, it's our duty as americans to expose what's happening to targeted individuals and to make sure it doesn't happen to other americans and make sure someone someone out there pays the price now let's introduce our guest with us today we have a judicial archaeologist whose depth of research into subject at hand is unparalleled, who doesn't leave any rocks unturned, and who is laser focused on our legal fights. I learned this week that her favorite movie is a 1988 film by Giuseppe Tornatore, Cinema Paradiso, a movie that touched so many hearts, including our guests. I would like to quote the main character of Alfredo who becomes a father figure to a young character in the movie. I choose my friends by their looks, my enemies for their intelligence. And yes, Anna Toledo has some extremely powerful intelligence but also extremely desperate enemies. Good morning, Anna.
1: Good morning, Len. Thank you. Thank you for that, that wonderful um, introduction. I'm so happy to be here with you today. You know, you know, this is like the highlight of my week um uh, meeting with you and with Roy, with darling Roy. So I I just look forward to it. Thank you.
0: You're welcome, Anna. You're correct, Anna. Today, our special guest is joining us from across the Atlantic Ocean and MK Ultra Survival, a targeted individual, whose YouTube channel, uh, called Targeted Individuals United, is dedicated to interviewing TIs and getting this information to the general public. What an honorable mission. Roy Ecaps. Please say hello from the UK, Roy.
2: Very pleased to be with you, and Annalyn. Thank you ever so much and um i'm I'm
0: absolutely to, delighted to be with you both. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Uh, we anna and, and i and and so many targeted individuals have so much love, love for you, Roy. We'll come back to you, oh, you later. Thank you. absolutely. We'll come back to you later, Roy, but now time for a legal update. Please give us the latest on the lawsuit, Anna.
1: Okay, well, not much has happened other than I got uh, the scheduling that by September 3rd, I must uh, file the, re- the appeal brief in the case thereafter the court issues a scheduling, which uh, includes the time that the government has to submit the reply brief, then I can submit a reply and then uh, I am going to be asking for an oral argument a of um, I, I hope to ask to to be granted an en banc, which means by the entire court, so that n- they cannot pressure specific judges uh, into you know because this 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 is probably the most important case that a court of appeals has had in decades. Uh, the the freedom rights, uh, the liberty rights involved in this are so. Crucial and so important that I, I, um, I think these justices, you know, need to be protected. Um, so um, we look forward to to that. And when the time comes for an oral argument, even if uh, not many people are allowed, because these uh, argument chambers are not necessarily very large, uh, we really will count on and and ask for people from all over the nation to come and you know do a very peaceful quiet, pacific a freedom of expression, protected a, 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 not protest but basically presence there, giving away information about the case, giving away information about targeted individuals because we need to bring to the nation's attention this silent Holocaust going on. So um I, I that's the there's really not much um in terms of update. Uh, I do know that you wanted to ask me some things about regarding you know, the discovery. Uh, and I did a little research on that. Um, so um, the the right of plaintiffs to discover evidence under the sole control of a defendant. Is a basic precept of litigation. In this case, plaintiffs asked for a very limited discovery where the case hinged upon that. In cases uh, before, um, such as El Haiti versus Piota, El Haiti versus Cable, the United States District Court for in Virginia it had granted attorneys access to the terrorist screening database. Uh, even in other cases, like Kovac versus Ray, which is before before the United States District Court, uh, Northern District of Texas, the court didn't grant them access, but the court examined the Terry screening database, you know, ex parte, meaning just the court. So uh, it, it is a fundamental right that plaintiffs have to get information that will tend to prove their case that it's in their the complete and absolute control of the defendant. That didn't happen in this case. And of course, that is one of the uh, errors that we're going to argue and allege on appeal. Um, so Abby said that, you know, I, I want to talk about something else uh, after we discuss this. So if you have any questions, I'm here to answer them.
0: Certainly, Anna, um, be, what, I, what I would like to talk uh, uh, about today is, um, this discrepancy that you so um, well articulated during our podcast. And, and it really struck me the, the length at which our adversary will go to, um, to achieve their goals. So allow me to share my screen. The slides I put together, I called it interference with attorney product. Because that's exactly what you described, Enna. And I want people to know that there was a word substitution by an external agent in your filing. Specifically, the word data set appears only once in the second amendment complaint, uh, in the paragraph 25. The word data set got into the Second Amendment complaint between version 14, created in the morning of April 12th and the version 15 uh, that was open at 9 p.m. on April 12th. This is when the substitution of the word appeared in Anna's uh, legal products. The, the content was changed by someone other than Anna Toledo and it's, it's a subject to an expert investigation. We really need to get to the bottom of it. And Anna will um, inform the U.S. Court of Appeal for the Fifth District Circuit uh, of this intentional word substitution.
2: Why is it important
0: uh, to talk about database and data set? Because these words are not interchangeable. Defendants and the judge in her order to dismiss latched onto the word data set, even though it, it appeared in the plaintiff's pleading only once, and it appeared there by meddling with attorney product. And none of the previous lawsuits challenging a uh, terrorist screen database discussed that data set. So this is the first time in history of the lawsuit about TSDB, this word appeared anywhere in the legal filings. So who benefits from this switch? There's a a saying, the bigger the offense, the greater the deception. And I would like like you to comment on what you've heard so far. Well,
1: that's exactly it, there is no, legal authority no legal official reference to a data set in the federal register which is where the regulations of the agencies are published as required by law they always refer to the database database contains the entire information i guess about you know not only the names listed there but their their supposedly derogatory information that supposedly links them to terrorism, except that we know that non-investigated subjects don't meet this reasonable suspicion criteria. The defendants from the get-go started talking about the data set, erroneously misrepresenting that the term data set and database are interchangeably used. Anybody that knows about uh, you know, the use of Excel and, and the, these, you know, these databases, you know that there's not, they're not interchangeable. Data set, it's a subpart, an extraction of the whole database. Uh, by law, they have to keep copies of the database. I believe it's for 99 years, so they cannot dispose of them. I believe that what uh, defendants wanted to do was that in the case that the judge, the, the court ordered the production of information, they would do an extraction of the database uh, uh, and just produce whatever they wanted to produce. And that's, that's what, and, and what is, um, you know, the, and that they were able to mislead the court to the point where the court adopts for the first time the term data set in all of its opinion. There is only one case that I found, uh, I um, believe it's Sketty versus Majorca, where I found in a footnote that the court very intelligently said, the, the defendants are arguing that the data state and database are interchangeable and, and whatever, but we're not, we're sticking to database because that's a legal term. So they that court did not, and that that I found yesterday. So uh, it's in a little footnote in uh, in uh, I believe it's Getty versus Majorca or, or one of those two. Um, so the point is that what I guess that they are foreseeing that if a court orders, the a plaintiff's right be complied with to get the information they want to be able to determine what they provide and of course it's going to be self-serving uh, and uh, because you know in, in this the, the crucial part of targeted individuals is that they are initially placed in category four some are initially placed immediately in category three and start getting hit with two And so we want to see, you know, when, who was changed from when to when, when, what happened. Uh, So doing a data set and extracting what is there now doesn't do service to plaintiffs that have a right to know the trajectory of their targeting. Uh, So, you know, data set is nowhere found in any of these cases except for that one footnote I found. Glenn
0: that's very interesting you 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 corrected me in life in, in in real time i was not aware of that footnote now it will become a part of the conversation this is incredible and to summarize finally just to sharpen our language a database is a structured collection organized and stored in a systematic way to enable efficient storage retrieval and manipulation of large amount of data. A database required the database management system with an interface which handles data insertion, querying, updating, and deletion. And then on the other hand, a dataset is a simple collection of data re- records. It's considered to be a subset of a database containing a specific selection of data with a limited scope and produced by intentional segmentation of data in a larger database. And data set, thus, could be used for data masking and obfuscation.
2: Excellent.
0: Um, and my last question, how do defendants define data set? We haven't seen it. They they just switch the term, and they, they treat it equally. But how do they define data set in the internal documents? There could be a specific definition, uh, perhaps created just for the purpose of our lawsuit. Perhaps it was part of a, an earlier strategy. This definition could intentionally exclude targeted individuals. And we need to ask the court for a definition of a data set, as it pertains to database, without that definition, the term dataset is meaningless. And I think the government is playing dangerous world game, war games. Anna, what are your thoughts?
1: Well, I mean, you are so on point because here's the thing: uh, they are acting with absolute impunity, getting into my computer. They uh, erase the contents of my documents. They leave. They leave the document there, so I think it's still there. And when I open the document, these criminals, because this is a crime, hacking is a crime, and they think they're so above the law. They these criminals come in and erase the contents from my document, and and you see the little icon with whatever what content is there. When I open it, it's not there anymore. Um, altering my second amended complaint and inserting that word, that data set word, when I know it didn't come out of my brain, uh, and it didn't, and, and it wasn't in any of the 18, 17 versions before, 18 versions before, nor in the first complaint that I filed, it's it's just, it didn't come from me, did not come from me, and it was just inserted there illegally. So, um uh, because of, of, of that electronic hacking, you know, we, we have tried to take measures. Uh, I have one computer that is not connected, but still, you know, this, this is DARPA. This is, these are people that they, they just, you know, there, there are things that I can compete with against them. They cannot take away, uh, you know, my in, even though they've tried my intellect, my dignity, my, my, my hard work. But when it comes to technology, well, you know, we have to give it to them. They have all the toys and all the all the math. They have 20,000 mathematicians at DARPA doing this kind of thing. So uh, we it is a miracle that we do like what we do because uh, with so much uh, might and power from them, they still have not been able to silence us. And um, that takes me to, I, I want to uh, share with you, um, this past week, the, the last weekend, it was Targeted Justice um, annual meeting, and uh, our volunteers met. We had, you know, uh, brainstorming sessions and organizing because what the work I'm doing is really important to for our freedom. But the work each one, each targeted individual does in their in their house and in their communities is as important. This, this house of cards will come down with this united community that has never been united like this before. So um, the day after we got back from, from the reunion, the husband of one of our TIs who is not a TI was fired from his job, probably just because he was so nice to all of us eh, at Targeted Justice. They fired him on Monday, coming back from from the weekend. Then this week they smashed the windows of one of our advisory um, board members. They slashed one of our tires. Uh, one of they put a, a nail into Richard house, One of Richard Lye house tires in his car in his truck, and they're, they're just gone rogue. These, and and you would think, well, I don't know why they're so upset because the court ruled in their favor, right? So they should be partying. Well, no, they have gone more rogue, And so in as a reaction to that, uh, the volunteer community in Houston got together and went out yesterday handling out flyers about uh, the FBI agent in charge of Infraguard, which Infraguard does all the is in charge of a lot of the electronic hacking of innocent civilians illegally placed in this terrorist database and with illegal FISA warrants they get to access computers even though they contain attorney-client-privileged information. So they went out, a group went out and uh, you know I wasn't I wasn't present. Uh, I was a group of volunteers and what happened was that they attacked Richard Lighthouse so hard that on the top of his head which is where the tracking is that um there you have it uh without having bumped his head without having fallen he started bleeding because of that that is the satellite the vercator, because it's right on top of the the tracking place a wound he started bleeding profusely he has three witnesses and and this is what is really horrible targeted individuals don't have a means of redress to denounce crimes perpetrated against them. There is no place he can go to denounce that a vercator weapon fired at him so much that broke, you know, tore his scalp and made him bleed. Because right now we have that the Department of Justice is defending. Uh, Some of the actors in this program instead of believing the victims and uh, so victims don't have anywhere to go to denounce this is aggravated assault, this is even attempted murder, and they are carrying it out with utmost impunity and this has got to stop people around the United States have got to know have got to realize that their taxpayer money is being used to attack innocent civilians illegally placed in a terrorist database. This has got to stop. And I'm just outraged because they were just exercising their free speech right uh, to talk about matters of public interest. And, you know, this, this was a... You know this has been going on for this past week and we're going to you know uh goji is going to be uh doing a, a call on training targeted individuals that have the courage to carry out this peaceful uh freedom of expression uh activity and go and and denounce the the, the fbi agents that are complicit in this in this activity of um, you know, going after targeted individuals. So, you know, I just think it's it's a it's very it's a very sad state when citizens cannot petition for redress, and that's why we are in court because targeted individuals, the Bill of Rights doesn't apply to them, and uh, certainly the law enforcement agencies are not there to protect them, and that has got to stop.
0: It certainly it certainly has to stop uh, my uh, I'm, I'm so disturbed by 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 this image um, and uh, all the action being taken against targeted individuals and and our allies, but also let's think about it as intimidation. It's not, yes, It it, it is some, some of the attacks are extremely painful, disturbing. But a lot of what's been done is just a psychological operation with the purpose to intimidate you. And if you don't have a fear of being intimidated, you are empowered. And that's what I want all of us to be empowered with this knowledge. So it's time to talk to our special guest, Roy Ecaps. Uh, First of all, Roy, I want to congratulate you on your honorable mission to collect targeted, just uh, targeted individual testimonies in the form of video interviews available on the internet for eternity for all to see, because the issue is global. The issue is not going away. We're fighting in court. You're in the front lines, bringing the the issue to the public. Roy, please tell us about your YouTube channel and your mission and anything else you would like to bring uh, uh, up on today's podcast. Um, Roy, please take it away.
2: Thank you very much, Alan. And thanks to Anna as well, because um, I wasn't on the same page, but now I'm starting to get it a bit more. And I want to say, if I'm not as um, articulate, I try to be, because this is all a new learning curve to me. Because it was only about two years ago that I started to talk again, because they took my power of speech away from me. So it's been a it's been quite a long road, so it's been gradual, and my brain is still a little fragmented. But anyway, I'm very grateful to be with you, Len and, and, and Anna, and it's lovely to see you both. And I've interviewed about 90 people, and I've got about four or five um with people that have come to me. And they've said to me, Roy, I'm scared. Could we do a testimony? And uh, could you keep it on the shelf? And I said, of course I can. So I've got testimonies and I've got another five to do that have come forward last week. And uh, we've done about 90, 90 at the moment. And um, that's targeted to Individuals United. And that's on YouTube and BitChute. So we've got a backup channel just in case anything happened to to YouTube. And uh, TI Talk, what's TI Talk? Um, Targeted Individuals Talk. I started it about two years ago because I'd been on the program 26 years then. So I thought to myself, I thought, well, they're never going to stop. You know, show your face, Roy, and try and get a lot of other people to come along with you invite the people that you met within the targeted individual community. And uh, we started getting together about two years ago on a Sunday night. You know, I've been on there six, seven, eight hours of the night because our friends in the States are ahead of us. So um, but I'm delighted we've got Australians come in. We've got a lady from Japan, the stacks of Americans, Brits. They're all over Europe, the Czech Republic uh germany as well so this is truly global and um ti talk so we've been doing that about two years and we've also got a site. and len's given me permission to share the screen and i'd like to share this with you and um you're not going to believe it i've shut the pages <laughs> so oh no here they are Uh, Sorry about this, so I'm just going to share the screen now, and here we go, and this is our new channel, and this is Targeted Individuals United, and I've had an angel sent to me, and this angel has helped build uh, this for me, she approached me out of the dark, I'm not allowed to say her name, and she's an ex-targeted individual who was fortunate enough to, <clears throat> excuse me, to have a bit of a life now. And uh, she's been following me over the years and she reached out to me and she said, Roy, she said, I'd like to help you build a website. So I said, yes, please. So this is the website that we're in the uh, in the throes of building. And um so that's TargetedIndividualsUnited.com. That is the uh, our website, which is in the process of being built. And this is uh, Targeted Individuals United YouTube. And, um, you know, I, I believe this is going to help us. Um, I think getting the word out uh, internationally and visually is so much better than listening we're not sent on the radio, but visual is much more powerful because a lot of people are programmed by the televisions, aren't they? You know, so I think visuals much better. I'm sorry about that. And um, what was I going to say? Um, when Len came on the scene, <coughs> um, how long ago was it, Len? Five, six years ago. You were just uh, you came on the targeted individual scene.
0: Well, my targeting has been uh, going on for over four years, and I think I started uh, speaking to other TIs um, perhaps in uh, 2020, 2020, I started speaking to other TIs. Yeah,
2: thanks, and the reason is is because i have been reporting for 15 years. Um, I've reported on Facebook for three years and I shut that down. I've been on Twitter for 12 years and I've seen hundreds and hundreds come and go. And um, I've got faith in Anna and I've certainly got faith in you. Then I've got faith in you both. Um, Anna came onto the scene and um, she's changing the face. Of what we're doing. Thank you, Anna. And I've got great faith in Anna, and I've got great faith in you, then I know I've repeated yourself myself, but I wanted to say this because there was a lot of sites that took money before um, uh, targeted justice and that. And I know targeted justice have taken money for a while, and I understand it, you know, you've got to build stuff. And But there was other targeted individual sites that were popping up. They were taking money. Within a year or two, they'd come and gone. And uh, somebody said, why have you got faith in Anna? And I've got faith in Anna because um, of Anna's position, how she was taken out of Puerto Rico, how Richard Lighthouse helped her. And I've got the utmost respect for you, Anna. And and when you don't answer my phone calls, it cheeses me off, but I've got (laughs) the total respect for you and and, and I'm so grateful to you for everything you've done and are doing. And getting back to what I was going to say about then with Havana syndrome, um, within the targeted individual community, when Havana syndrome came out, it was like, yes, at long last, at long last, we've actually... We're we're getting somewhere, but we haven't. You know, since Havana Syndrome, since all of those diagnoses, we're all still being tortured and punished, you know, globally. So, you know, and I hope we can find a way. You know, we are connecting now, and I believe that we're going to connect more. We've got our Australian connections with Craig, and we've got stacks over in the States, the Antipodes and over in Europe with Harold's and and everything that's going on there. So fingers crossed we're going to get to a better place sooner than later as well. Um, I'm sorry about this. Where where are we going now? Oh, Barry Trower. Barry Trower is a big name in the community. Barry Trower is an XMI5, XMI6, British military microwave weapons expert. Many years ago, he became a whistleblower. And about two months ago, I went down to Devon to um, about, not weapons, but, you know, regarding targeted individuals, microwave weaponry and so on and so forth. And Barry Trail was kind enough to contact me um, a few days later with some gem. And I told him about the website that I was building and his first words were, Roy, I would love to be scientific advisor for Targeted Individuals United. So I bit his hand off and I said, yes, please, Barry. So he's going to be scientific advisor for for the Targeted Individuals website, you know. So I'm very grateful to uh, Barry Trower. Um, Len asked me something and he said to me, Roy, and I I know I've said this out of turn, Len, but Len said to me, he said, do you know any extraordinary stories about people and why they were put on the programme? And I'll mention this one because it's quite sad. A female friend of mine, and she's quite well known in in the community, she was actually put on the program by her father. He was a seriously wealthy person. And he, I believe he was in show business or some, something like that. And she was a wild child. And to rein her in, he had the right contacts. And he actually got her put on the program. And to this day and age, we speak to each other. She messaged me today. And it's just absolute pure wickedness. She lives out of a suitcase, you know, or she goes to see her mum now and again. She's a mature woman, but this shouldn't ever happen to anybody. And a family member doing this to their own people. And I believe that there's there's a lot more of this goes on, to be honest. You know, so. Is there any questions you'd like to ask me? Because I've run out of my list.
1: Hey, I just want to say, we... um... Roy we have to have a better form of communication because um in the phone that i have whatsapp installed it's i call it you know the cia phone <laughs> and and it's got all sorts of malwares and things and and, uh, and it harms me it, it it harms me physically to use it so what we can do is we can you know arrange for for something else um, right. and and i want to i want to thank i want to thank uh Roy for opening his heart to me and and um I, I want to tell this little story when I was in Puerto Rico and I didn't know what was going on Roy was one of those rocks you know that I held on to and I watched incessantly his videos because because I wanted to understand what was going on with me and and uh, and uh, he you know, your your demeanor and, 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 and the way that you so elegantly, uh, right, so elegantly treat people with so much dignity, um, that captivated me. And, and it's such an incredible service to people that just don't know what's going on with their lives. So I'm so deeply thankful to you because uh, you do, you probably don't know how many people you help anonymously like no nobody will have the opportunity to tell you like i'm telling you but you know on behalf of all of us thank you
2: my absolute pleasure thank you very much like you got me anna i'm so very grateful to you for everything you do and and as i said and i mentioned this to anna once before and this is the seriousness of the stuff that we're dealing with I actually got threatened by somebody because I'd started to back targeted justice. And uh, some other people came on the scene and I've still got the messages. And uh, so anyway, one of them, I got a message. Uh, She got my WhatsApp number and basically told me that I'd uh, better keep out of the way of things because I'd started to back Anna. You know, so I've come all this way. I believe in Anna so I'm all the way here. Thank with you. you. Both, that's for
1: sure. Thank you, Roy. And I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop until every last TI, you know, not just in the United States but around the world is free. Even those that uh, attack us and uh, and and defame us, because I know it's part of the program, and it, I know it's part of the mind yeah. control. So you know, it's it's about. Um, we're we're going to continue fighting until everybody is free. And we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it because there is no reason for innocent civilians, not just in the United States, but around the world to be on a terrorist list. There, there's no reason for that.
2: So Len. Oh.
0: Okay, let me, let me uh, uh, take over the conversation. Roy, I totally understand uh, your sentiment about, you know, various groups and um, uh, organizations that come onto the scene, collect money, disappear. Uh, Ultimately, I want to say to target individuals, use your intuition. Yes, we we, we have been defamed um, in every single way possible. We constantly see these comments, but at the end of the day, ask yourself: Why would targeted justice file a legitimate lawsuit, and why would we continue filing it in the court of appeals? Why? Ask yourself: Do you trust Anna with her resolve and passion and in and, and enthusiasm and in so many? endless hours spent on preparing legal filings. I, I know that Anna works just unbelievably high number of hours per week. I mean, nobody does that for their own business or, or their own hobby. Uh, this, is, this is what you have to ask yourself. Would you, do you trust Anna? Ask yourself, do you trust me? Why would I be spending every Sunday here uh, uh, telling you about, you know, giving you legal updates? Why would I go to Miami to get diagnosed with Havana syndrome? Why would I speak to, uh, why would I write Substack about about these very complicated issues? Why would I put myself out there, uh, not anonymously? This is my name. This is what I believe in. This is what I fight for. All these anonymous uh, uh, people who, who comment, I actually invite them on the show. Please, you have some grievances about targeted uh, justice. You have grievances about me. You have grievances about what we do, what we represent, what we stand for. Please come on the show and let's talk about it. So ask yourself, what is your intuition tells you? do you trust someone like me do you trust someone like like anna do you trust someone like richard lighthouse who has has been working night and day and and maintaining his day job to keep this boat together keep our organization together and we will not stop fighting this is why we're here every sunday so roy I share your sentiment and I and I and I'm grateful for your vote of confidence. And um I would like to ask you one more question to tie with the uh, with the theme of the show, with the legal aspects. What you're doing is you're shaping public opinion, and it's just as as important as the legal fight. But I would like to ask you if you ever heard if any of the TIs that you interviewed, do they know about the terrorist screen database? Does anybody know their status in the in the terrorist screen database? Um, have they ever been informed about it uh, about their status? Uh, Roy Right.
2: Um, to be th- this is the total honest truth. Um, I my mind has been so scrambled. Um, you're intelligent and intellectual people, whereas myself is, I'm just getting to a stage again. So that never came up in any of the, um, interviews because the testimonies that people were doing were about themselves, but I'm grateful to you for asking that then, because I'll ask them about that in the future, because I need to know what other stuff to ask people as well. So I need to be a little bit more clued up so I can help people a little bit more as well, you know? So if I had a specific set of questions that I could ask the people that I'm doing testimonies with, I'd be delighted. So I think that would be a good thing, then.
0: I, I agree. So now here's uh, another tool in your ammunition. Uh, targeted, yeah, screen you. data, targeted screen database has to be a part of the conversation. Look at the lawsuit oh. that we 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 actually pushed the right buttons because if we didn't, we wouldn't have this kind of response from the um defendants and from the uh, uh, from the judge. So yes, we are on to something. We know there's a connection. And it has to be a part of the conversation. So thank you, Roy. And thank you so much for everything you're doing. We're coming up to the end of the show. And as always, I would like to ask Anna and our guest Roy uh, for some uh, final words, final thoughts, perhaps words of wisdom, whatever's on your mind. Please share. Anna?
1: Thank you. Uh, I, w- I want to thank Roy for that vote of confidence, because I know it's hard. Uh, I, I know it's hard uh, to have people threaten you. Uh, I, I've i been threatened uh, a few times since I filed this lawsuit, uh, but that doesn't deter me, deter me at, at all. I'm not afraid, uh, and, and and I think they know it. I am not afraid to fight this battle to free targeted individuals. So uh, I am also very grateful and I have to mention it to the, to the targeted individuals that pray on a daily basis for us for our cause and that and, uh, support us, you know because everyone counts. You out there, now they're doing, you know, the letter writing campaign for the cell towers. Uh, Your your work is as important as mine and the unity of the community is is what matters. This is what's going to beat this monster. When they see, they cannot divide us any further. So just don't pay attention to, you know, malicious or malintentioned rumors or conversations make make it a point to construct and not destruct. The people that destruct are the perps, the gang stalkers. They like to go around breaking your stuff, damaging your stuff. Don't be like them, be a, be a construct, be a builder. And, and let's just build this, this huge community up so that they cannot beat us. We're gonna beat them.
0: Man. That's an excellent message. Thank you, Anna and Roy, please. Um, uh, give us some of your thoughts during the show.
2: Uh, Before, I I want to say thank you for having me on your show, Len, and thank you to Anna as well. Uh, The targeted individual community, we've got to find a way to have a budding system. We've got to find a way to connect more, and we've got to find a way to connect um, in ways that we can be in contact because if I don't hear from people, I get a little bit worried. You know, if I don't get a message for four or five days, I think, well, have I said or done or something wrong or has something happened? So I, I'd like the to, uh, to start a buddy system of some sort. And um, I'm also, and I'll tell you this in front of everybody else, I'm gonna start a charity for us. And this isn't exclusive and it's gonna be a charity. And the charity uh, my aim is i'm going to buy us a piece of land with the money and i'm gonna make us a commune and that's what i'm gonna do and please god give me the strength to do this and um you know and i think laughter and trying to find a way to enjoy yourself get out of your house get out of your flat and go go walk for miles and miles clear your head if you can go anywhere and everywhere don't sit in your four doors don't sit around moping you know if you can try to make friends try to go if if church or whatever organization try to get out in public you know because some of us are so severely gang sought you know and were And we couldn't be around other people. We were scared and intimidated to go anywhere and be anywhere. I only started shopping about four or five months ago because I had it all. And uh, a few TIs have come to see me and one of them came to see me. And um, he noticed a couple of people were recording me. And I didn't even notice it because I couldn't be bothered. and uh, Or because I've been living in such a cocoon for such a long time. And then my next door neighbour upstairs, we met for a coffee. She said to me, she said, "Roy, she said, that woman's just come up and taken a photo of you. And then 10 minutes later, she said, this bloke has come up and taken a photo of you. Now, I can pretty much see it all now, and I don't care. You know, I think we've all got to the same stage. This is, it's about us, but it's about everybody else as well. We're trying to save ourselves. I want my children in my life. I want me, my grandchildren in my life. And, you know, along the way, we can help others. We don't kick them down. We help them up, you know. So, and once again, I'm very grateful to you, Len, for your show. And bless bless you, Anna. And we'll be good friends for life, I'm sure of it. I hope so. Absolutely. Thank you to everybody.
0: Thank you, Roy. I, I want to give you a fist bump for everything you said. Uh, it's such a message of optimism. Yes, reconnect with yourself. We Reconnect with people around. We reconnect with your environment, uh, with your body, with your thoughts, with your positive emotions. They, they're still there, uh, no matter how much your emotions are. are they're trying to control them, uh, control your sensory input and 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 control your the your emotional input. So yes, be in control. Do something. Do something different. Go outside, 100%, 100% behind you, message, Roy. I so appreciate it. As to me, yeah. I have a message for our fellow citizens. Uh, three podcasts in a row before uh, today, we had uh, special guests who are not targeted individuals, but supportive of our claims and willing to talk about it and support our fight right. because mm-hmm. they actually listen to what we have to say, and looked at the evidence we presented. But then there are those of us who refuse to look at the evidence, don't have the curiosity to examine it. And just like the judge in Houston who didn't even have curiosity to look at the uh, terrorist screen database. They didn't want to look at the patents. They don't want to hear our complaints. It is as, if they don't want us to exist at all, I have a message for you. If you're not with us today, we will not be here for you when it happens to you tomorrow. Without a doubt, neurological enslavement is in your future, whether you want to admit it or not. But admitting it and doing something about it is hard. But there is no other way. And that's why we will be here every Sunday, rain or shine.